All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We're going to be doing a little best ball drafting today. We're going to cover a couple of things before we dive into that. Uh, and also, just so you know, if you are if you're lining up for those little trade tickets today on NBA Choppy Shotty, uh, head over to Playback at four o'clock. Our guy Sneeps is going to be on there for the for the queue. There he is, Sneeps in the chat right there. So go go hang out with our boy Sneeps over on Playback. You can find a link to that in the show notes. Uh, also, I put this into the chat. We're going to be drafting on Underdog. If you sign up using promo code HOLD, get 100% deposit bonus match up to 100 bucks. So let's do that. All right, two things I wanted to cover first before, since we didn't have the show this morning because it was Wednesday. So before we jump into a draft, I uh, saw an incredible quote from Bradley Beal today. Uh, that was to uh, Slam Magazine. Bradley Beal said he admits he was surprised at a potential trade to Phoenix being in play. I was like, why are they trading book? Like, there's no way that this is happening. And I love this quote for a couple of reasons. One, it's because he just put himself on the same page as Devin Booker. He's like, well, if I'm going to Phoenix, it means they're either getting rid of Booker or KD because we are all the same. But my favorite part is he's like stunned that it happened when he's the guy with the no trade clause who said, hey, I'll only go to Phoenix. And then to be like, huh, it's like that Tim Robinson sketch, that meme. Like, we're all trying to figure out who did this. Like, Bradley, you did this. It's not surprising you went to Phoenix. You literally gave your team no choice. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff by Bradley Beal. We love that. Also, we had skeets in the house. That's right. We are repping some no ducks. It's very hot in New York. Also, I don't know if people saw a clip. I, I was uh, I was in Manhattan for a little bit, and I was on the other. I was on the east side. This happened on, in Hell's Kitchen. A crane just came down. A crane came down from like like skyscraper level. It like caught fire. It knocked part of another. Like it hit another building on the way down. Insane. It was insane stuff. That clip was going everywhere. I'm sure you'll see it on Twitter if you haven't already. Um, the Jalen Brown extension happened, and everybody got real mad about it because they're like, I can't believe he's making this much money. Like, no one has presented an alternative that made sense for Boston. So anybody that was out on the Jalen Brown extension, there was no no one was like, well, they shouldn't do a Jalen Brown extension. Here's what they should do. They, they had to do the Jalen Brown extension. Yes, it seems like a ton of money, but there was nothing else they were going to do. Every other scenario makes Boston worse. Also, like... We're not too far removed from him being the best player on his team in an NBA Finals. Like that's a that's a true thing that happened. That's a true. He was better than Tatum when they played the Warriors in that series. In that series, so I think everybody was just like, really. I I know that the numbers are shocking. Like that is a lot of money, and he's it's going to be the most expensive contract in NBA history until it's not. You know what I'm saying? The next time it happens, we're going to get another one. I mean, they could just trade JB for Lucas. Seems like a no brainer. You're absolutely right. They could do that. If they did that, it would have been fine. It's not cope season. I was, I've been saying they got to do the extension from the very beginning. Like there was no, they had no other options. They had to pay him. The dude's 27. He's still really good at basketball. He made second team all NBA. Sure. That's because a lot of other forwards didn't qualify, but he still did. He still did. He's good at basketball. He's a good second best player on the team. It's fine. And I saw a lot of reports of being like executives really surprised about the extension. We thought he was the fourth or fifth best player on the team. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I know Derek White was like fun for a little bit, but can we relax? I mean, I like, yeah, and he can't go left. I get it. I get it. He can't go left. John, imagine your team playing in the playoffs. Like when, you know what I'm saying? Like you'd kill for a team in the playoffs, right? Go Pacers, baby. Go Pacers. Um, so they had to pay him. They had, there was no other choice. So anybody that's saying otherwise, you you didn't present me with a, with a better alternative of what the team that has gone to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think seven of his eight years in the league or something like that, that's, 
No, that's that was Marcus Smart. Six of his seven. I don't know. They they're always in the Eastern Conference Finals. And if you're telling me they overpaid to still have a shot at winning a championship every year, I'm fine with that. I think championships are cool. I think having shots on goal is the entire purpose for what they're trying to do when you're building a team. Yeah, they underperformed against the Miami Heat, went down 3-0, and then blew it, right? All those things, all those things. But at least they're putting themselves in position to have shots at the championships, you know? Um, all right. Celtics just have to pray Chris Epps uh, stays healthy. Yeah. I mean, Chris Epps is not going to be their number two, but it's going to be good. Six seed in the playoffs are cool, too. Yeah, but you, you still haven't gotten that either, John. You still haven't gotten that either, John. Um, yeah, but they don't hang those banners. I'm not, they don't hang those banners. I know like we like to make the other oh, banner joke. They, they don't hang those banners. I'm just saying the goal is to have shots at chips. That's all you're trying to do. And they have shots at chips. Um, all right, let's go. And like, we're already, we're celebrating Miami. They haven't like, think about all the teams that have won like multiple, like back-to-back -back rings, right? The Warriors did it and they needed to have KD there to do that. They needed Steph and KD along with Clay and Draymond and that entire squad. Right. And then the Heat did it with LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, right? Are those the last two teams to repeat? And then to go to, we'd have to go even further back and to be the Spurs. Am I missing anybody in there where they had Duncan? You know what I'm saying? So the fact that the Celtics have been this close for this long, I don't know. I, I'm still here for it. I'm still here for it. Um, Kobe did it on his own. He he won. Did Kobe win back to back on his own? I didn't. I wasn't like. Didn't they? Go, oh, yeah, I guess it was was it 2010 and 2011. Also, to say they did it on his own and not include Pau Gasol in there is blasphemy. They had three dudes in their starting five that were over seven feet tall. Uh, all right, let's say, oh, that's enough of that, though. That's enough of that. Anyways, I thought the Bradley Beal thing was hilarious. That was the funniest thing that happened. I, I love that. I love that. Uh, let's dive into an underdog draft, baby. Let's get in there. So uh, we're going to be pulling up underdogfantasy.com, uh, and we're going to be jumping into Double Dribble. The Double Dribble is the $10 one. Um, <clears throat> for those unfamiliar with best ball, we draft it one time, baby, and then we don't do it again. I think this is going to be my 10th or 11th Double Dribble. But we're going to get up in there. Thought somebody was at the door. Uh, we're gonna get up in here. Let's see. We're eight more people. So get in there and join, baby. Get in there. Get in there. The water's warm. Um, so the last time we did a draft last week, right? In Chet Holmgren, his average draft placement was like in the late 80s, early 90s. We're gonna pull it up right now so I can show you how much that's changed in a week. Uh, Chet is now 51 is his average spot. So he's jumped like 30 spots. Again, this is the very beginning of the season, so nobody knew what they were talking about. But that's kind of funny to see how much of a jump he's had. Uh, also, let's victory lap here. For those that listened to the low post yesterday and also listened to our show yesterday morning, I I was blown away. They 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 talked about Josh Giddy's three-point shot. Uh with uh, Andrew Schleck from The Athletic, and that was exactly what we did yesterday. So big dubs for us. Um, but that was a great episode. They uh, McMahon went deep on the Rockets. Schleck went deep on the uh, on um, on the Thunder, and then Krasinski went deep on the Wolves. But I those these are like my favorite offseason podcasts when they do stuff like that, especially when you're talking about teams that um, aren't really. We won't be talking about them at the end of the season. You know, Chris says pick PJ first. I would love, you know what? We'll get a PJ Washington drop while we wait. We need eight more people to join. Let's go get in this tournament. Let's do this. Let's win. But in the meantime, let's PJ. PJ Washington. PJ Washington. 
Washington. Yeah, there we go. Chris said literally made you a PJ fan. Dude, I'm I I have become a pretty big PJ fan. Did he sign yet? Is he still technically a, a restricted free agent? Did he actually sign? I'm a big PJ fan too. I want PJ to be playing as like uh, I want him on a good team. I feel like he could help a good team. Although maybe Charlotte thinks they're going to be good this year. Who knows? Who knows? Um, any other news we missed yesterday since we didn't do the morning show? I'm trying to think if there was anything else that happened. The Jalen Brown extension was the big one. PJ is going to end up on the Mavs. I don't know if they have the wiggle room to do that. I hope so. That PJ on the Mavs would be great. I just don't know if they have the the money, the wiggle room in the in the cache in order to do that. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't even know what other potential suitors would be out there, and maybe it's more of a a midseason move. I don't know. I don't know. The Hornets are going to be a real weird team, though, right? With Bridges coming back, the development of Mark Williams, PJ, Gordon Hayward's still there, Scary Terry's still there, LaMelo hopefully back and healthy, Brandon uh, Miller's there now, too. I feel like I'm forgetting another guy that plays quite a bit for them. I'm rooting for Rakeem Christmas to get signed by a team. Okay. I don't know who that is. Uh, let's see. Oh, I saw an announcement here. Ooh, the next WNBA pack drop and fandom leaderboard will launch alongside the commissioner's cup starting in August. There we go. Okay. That's fun. Uh, and then we have the trade ticket packs coming too. Those are, those are this afternoon. Like I said, Sneeps is in the chat. It's going to be running a little playback action. Uh, I still, I'm looking at, um, how many moments I have left. I still have like 60 moments that haven't been claimed from the giveaway. And I am tempted to just turn them into trade tickets and let it run today. <clears throat> Are we talking UFOs? No, we're not. I, we're not talking UFOs, but um, I, I, did you guys see that? So the, somebody under oath, somebody under oath today, I don't know who that person was, was one of the whistleblowers, I think. And he said that they've recovered. What did they call them? Biologicals. Is that what you refer to biologicals uh, that they found uh, they, they were getting bodies uh, of pilots, basically alien pilots. I got to tell you guys, I'm dealing with enough, enough existential dread right now. Uh, like this impending doom energy, non-human biologicals that I don't think I can focus on that. I think like, I, I think I have to pick a lane of where my stress and anxiety is going to go. And it's right now on wildfires and uh, the water. I don't know if I can include UFOs in that. And that's what I and I, I was I was saying this to a professional. Uh, I need basketball to come back because what I have noticed, um, what I've noticed is that in basketball season, I don't have time to take in any other content. Right, that's all I'm doing. I'm watching basketball. I'm reading basketball. I'm listening to basketball. With basketball gone, I am now taking in other stuff, and it is making me crazy. So I need I need to get deeper into the WNBA. I think I I've even tried. I mean, you know this because I won some money on some FanDuel baseball. Um, I've tried to get back into baseball a little bit more to <laughs> to take my brain off of it. No dice, baby. No dice. Uh, your uh, jump shoot says he's 100 pissing basketball. All right. All right, get after it. Uh, we still need seven more people. Let's go. Get in this double dribble. Come on. Get in here. I want to start making some picks. 
I haven't had any. We, we can go through. Let's go through my uh, what we've done here. Let's look at my um, my completed. All right, this is going to be our ninth one. So so far, here we go. Let's actually just look at our exposure so far. I think we're going to have a lot of Chris Middleton, and I got to tell you, hate it. Uh, Cam Whitmore. Wow, I got a lot of Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore and Jalen Suggs have been taken super late in drafts. Look at this. So I've got four Cams, four Suggs, four PJs, and four Shade and Sharp. I didn't realize I had that much Shade and Sharp. A lot of Chris Middleton in here, some Wendell Carter, Mitch Robb, Mr. Internet Dome himself, Jamal Murray, Dame, Cade, Scoot, Walker. I actually, do I even have any Chets? Let me see. I've got one one share of Chet. Excuse me. We're going to be forcing more Chet. All right. We're doing more alien shit, I guess, until people get here. Matt says experimental classified aircraft crashes and hits a moose. Those are not, there were non human biological found. found. But are those, what could the moose be the non human biologicals? I know that's not true. All right. Let's get into it then. What do we think? What do we think? Was it, um, were they drunk? Were the non-biological drunk and that's how they crash? Like if they are, listen, I got to tell you, if they have the ability to travel from like galaxy to galaxy, from planet to planet, I feel like they have the technology not to hit a fucking moose. You know what I'm saying? So forgive me, forgive me if I, I don't think that I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. All right. If anything, <laughs> aliens, they're just like us. <laughs> uh, because that is, you know, not too long ago, Kelsey and I were running down deer in the hot on the highway. They don't have autopilot yet. Great point by John Dub. Six more people for this draft, by the way. Uh, is anyone watching hijack? Speaking of flying, is anybody watching hijack? Just uh, watched a new episode uh, today. Uh, I love it. I love it. I think it's my favorite show right now. I've watched that and I watched all of the Lincoln lawyer and I'm, I'm so embarrassed that I've watched all of the Lincoln lawyer. Uh, there should be a support group for that. Uh, maybe they has. I'm sorry this didn't come with a hand job. I just don't think it's included in the airdrops. It's stylistically, that's tough to include that in an airdrop. That was a close call. That was a close call. All right, Chris is saying Lincoln Lawyer was a good show. Okay, thank you. All right, so this is the thing. For anyone that hasn't watched Lincoln Lawyer, and I promise we'll be doing some drafts here soon. With, we're waiting for six more people. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of agree. So it, it felt a little too soap opera-y at first. And there was some there was some bad acting that was happening uh, in there, but I I grew to love it. And then I I mean I I watched the first uh, two seasons or like part one of the second season. I watched that, so I'm in. Fenny said you just watched the new episode of Hijack. What an ending! Yeah, dude, I'm I'm fired up for I'm fired up for it. I'm fired up for Hijack. <clears throat> that is my favorite show right now. Idris Elba, everybody in. I just love British crime dramas too. The new oh, I need to watch this the new Justified reboot. Uh, what's this? I was I'm watching that other. You can tell I don't have children. I'm just like rattling off shows. Uh, the other show that I started watching is that HBO's the new Steven Soderbergh show, and what's his name? Timothy Timothy Olyphant is also in that one. Um, yeah, so I need to go. I need to. There's a lot of a lot of content right now. 
lot of content that you know what we don't have to focus on uh impending doom you can just watch television that's that's what i'm doing now and it's too hot to go outside it is getting rather toasty uh come on let's go i know it's i know everybody's drafting their football i don't have time for that right now we need we need to get our drafts in early hashtag we're early oh yeah full circle that's what it's called thank you Fanny. yeah it's I think we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, hump day. All right. We're just yelling hump day. <clears throat> wow. Are we, this is going to be so embarrassing if we are like trying to do a draft and then we're unable to do one because of this, you know, you know what we can do in the meantime here? Let's go to pick so Let's go do a baseball pick for, for this afternoon or this evening. Uh, Jack Flaherty, Jack Flaherty. That is like a throwback 1970s name. I don't think you get a lot of Jack Flaherty's these days, but I like it. Uh, we're not. We're gonna skip the St. Louis, St. Louis, Arizona game. Uh, I thought Zach Gallon was supposed to pitch last night. We're gonna skip this one. Actually, no, we're not. Let's fire it up. We'll do a little daytime parlay action. It's three forty. Let's just do this game. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, chat, uh, chat, chat. Lower than seven fantasy points for Tyler O'Neill. Uh, I'm going to say, wow, that's so specific. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, lower than two and a half earned runs. And then I want to let's, uh, kettle Mart. Well, I hate that it's single specific. Um, I think we're going to go on kettle Marte kettle Marte. We'll do a little three piece, uh, and we'll do like an even, uh, we'll make it 14, 14 to win what? To 84. That's easy money. Print. Print. Wait. Pitcher and opposing. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. Wait. Oh, I see what you mean. All right. Fine. So we can't use that. That's lame as hell. Let's find another one then. Um, I'm going to go. So two hits plus a run. All right. So wait. Two hits, runs, and RBIs. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go higher than that. All right. There we go. We'll put in Corbin Carroll instead. Put in Corbin Carroll. Okay, but Zach is oh, but that's what I was saying. Zach is good at home. I love Zach is really good. Oh, you can't gamble out there. That's tough. You going to the shore in uh, Fenny, you going to the Jersey Shore? Is that what you mean by that? All right, let's go back to the drafts. Let's see what we got here. All right, I don't know what uh, we're still waiting for six people. Let's go. Are we really not gonna do a draft? We're 20 minutes in. God. <laughs> Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? We've done aliens. We've done television. We talked about Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown. Is there anything else? We also talked about this Jersey. This is, this is my favorite Jersey though. This is like good material. This is better than my Jalen Brown one too, which I do the Jalen Brown, uh, Jersey I got for uh, a wedding gift, which is fun. Uh, Mark Dagnall, sneaky, good defensive coach for OKC. Yeah. He, he's sneaky, good coach period. I'm in on him write a content tweet. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. That felt too dirty doing the LeBron James one. Let's see how this tweet's doing though. This one is bumping for a little bit. Let's see. This is at, what do we got here? 70 likes. We'll take it. We'll take the 70 baby. You're right though. Jump shoot. Uh, Bradley Beal was a, that what he does look good in that son's Jersey. I'm beginning to think I'm, um, undervaluing Bradley Beal and that's going to come back and haunt me. I just don't really buy the Suns. I mean, I buy them as a good regular season team. I just don't buy them as a, 
as winning the whole thing. You know, <clears throat> it is going to be funny though. So we're, I'm realizing now, right. These drafts usually take 40 minutes. So I wonder, I guess we'll go 40 minutes. And then if, if nobody, if nobody steps up to the plate to fill this draft, we'll just call it, you know, we'll just call it where it is. But if you guys have other stuff to talk about, let me know. What else? What else? Who's getting trade tickets today? You know what I can do? I'll pull up. Let's see who still needs to get moments here. Let me pull that up. Or let me just pull up NBA Top Shot, see what I got left in there. I got to find the person that won. Oh, I got rid of all the expensive ones except for the uh, except for the Jason Tatum debut, which is kind of kind of crazy. Uh, hard to imagine the Warriors or the Suns winning the West unless they do something at the trade deadline. Yeah. Do you think con uh, Beal's contract no trade and lots of money is worse than Jalen's new? Uh, no, I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's worse. I mean, all of these contracts are going to look like this. That's the thing. Like, I think everybody's so surprised by the Jalen Brown thing, but it's not like every everyone is going to look like this. You know what I'm saying? Like every deal is going to look like this. Every max is going to be like the next one's going to be for 350. Then it's going to be for 375. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think the only way it's bad is if like this year he asks out, you know what I mean? Like if he's like, all right, get me out of Boston. Uh, shot comment. I shared this with, so I shared this with some people in a group DM. You did tweet it out. You tweeted out how uh, Steph scored. He had more turnovers than points, I think, in that game or something like that, um, or more turnovers than buckets made. I did notice that comment, man. That was great. <clears throat> I did like that. I already, I already told you how I feel about. Uh, I already told you how I feel about this stuff. I, I don't like the, I don't like the in-season uh, anthology shit. For like current players, that's me. That's just me though. Um, all right, I got 82 moments left, but two of them are still mine. Mark Williams and Nikola Jokic. Uh, yeah, so, oh, I still got to get rid of the Tatum MGLE because that unlocks in 11 days. But I still got a bunch of moments I got to get rid of here. Do I just trade them in as trade tickets? Like, they don't, sorry, you don't win. Your, you don't win. You don't win. All right, down to five, boys and girls. Come on. Come on, down to five. Mike, you're going to go see Chappelle at Madison Square Garden? No, you want to know, this is, This might be a bad take, Fenny. This might be a bad take. I don't really like seeing comedy shows at massive arenas like that. Maybe it's because I've been um, spoiled by, like, living near the Comedy Cellar or Eastville or the Black Cat. Like, I, I just, I don't like it. I don't because it's different than a concert, right? I, I feel like comedy is a little bit more uh, intimate, you know. Ooh, the Dudge is here. We talking best ball? You betcha. Go, get in there, Dudge. Get in there, baby. But we're doing NBA best ball. That you damn right. We're doing some NBA best ball. <clears throat> I will, Jeb. I will do. Oh no, you that would be a hundred dollars too much for you. Although if I wait a week, it'll probably be down. I'm gonna the other ones. I'm going to just give away if people don't reach out soon. But the uh, 
the Tatum, I will do. I'll do that with you. I'm a hundred deep in the NFL. Let's go. This is just the $10 double dribble. It's the $10 double dribble for uh, NBA. You saw, oh wow. So you saw Chappelle twice at uh, Radio City. I don't think I've ever seen a comedian at a big venue. So I shouldn't even say that I don't, uh, that I wouldn't like it because I don't think I've done it. I just really like the, you know, 100 max people in, you know, like the, the comedy seller is the best, man. The comedy seller really is the best. It really is. Wait, Dutch, you you were the one? Oh, let's go, dude. You're the Dutch. Hold on, let me just double check that right now. Sorry, Jeb, suck on that. I was I was waiting for you. All right, hold on, let me just double check to make sure that's you. I think you. I I think that's right. The Dutch baby. Yeah, big W for the Dutch. You said the Top Shot name is the same. Let's go. Let's go, Dutch. I I confirmed it. Now we're waiting for four. I think it's going to happen. I think we're actually going to get this in. All right, let's go. Let's go to Tatum. Here we go. This is like 90% left of what of my account value right now. This bad boy right here. There you go. The common 1089 out of 1424. If you want to just accept the offer right now, 177. Wow. Wait, hold on. What is like the low ask for this right now? Although if you do it on floaty, you skip the 5% fees and stuff. 240 was the most recent sale, but that was a low 242. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go back there and let's give this bad boy away to the Dudge. The Dudge. Dudge, how active are you on Top Shot? Are you deep in those streets? Where, where are you at? Dudge, here we go. There you go. There you go. You saw Chappelle and Nas, Chappelle and Kendrick Lamar. There you go. That is a, that is a vibe. I'm trying to think one of the best show. I'm trying to think of some of the best like live standup I've seen. Um, one of the cooler shows that I did, Michelle Wolf was. Um, <clears throat> um, you said not new, uh, but no new active money. There you go. I appreciate that. Well, there you go, Jason Tatum debut on the way, Dutch. Congrats, man. Um. Waiting for three people now, baby. Let's go. I saw Michelle Wolf do her. She was testing her hour out for in a venue that was for like twenty people, uh, and that was sick. I love that Michelle. I think Michelle Wolf's stand up is really, really good. Uh, that was like five years ago now, though. That was a while ago. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is. Did you think you'd be giving a Tatum uh, TSD away when you bought him? What a world! No, I didn't. I didn't. <clears throat> I've bought that Tatum so many different times though. Like at one point I ordered three of them. Um, yeah, it's a different world, man. Oh man. Norm live. Yeah. Norm. I never saw Norm live. Norm lives. Incredible. Nah, that's a, I'm jealous of that one. I saw Aziz live in the, like I saw Aziz at the comedy cellar. I think Sam Morell, Morell, Morell. He's doing MSG soon. I think he's one of the best right now. I think he's so freaking funny. Um, but I saw, yeah, I saw Chris Rock. I saw Aziz. I saw who else? Who else come down there? Ray Romano, Tim Dillon. You saw Tim Dillon. Okay. Bill Bird. There we go. Man, I do love Bill Bird. I've never seen Bill Bird live. I've never seen Bill Bird live. Nate Bargetsy. I really like him right now too. I think he's fun. I think he's fun. We're man, are we really not going to get enough people in here? Joey Diaz. Okay, that's a fun one too, Fenny. 
I saw Mulaney a couple of times. Um, I'm trying to think of who's like making me laugh a lot right now. You know what I think I'm about to do? I just watched a clip of this before um, before we started. I think I'm going to go back and watch the Detroiters, which I did watch live when it was out on Comedy Central. But that's the show Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson. I think I'm going to go back and watch that. Oh man, I love Andrew Santino. I know I've talked about that. That's a good one. I've never seen him live either. I was so we were supposed to go fucking COVID, man. I was supposed to go um, see Santino. It was for New Year's. We were going for New Year's. Um, and it was like my, I think it was my birthday present from Kelsey. He was playing in Boston. We knew we were going to be back in Massachusetts. Um, actually I think it was like the 30th. It wasn't technically new year's. Uh, and he was doing a bunch of shows in Boston and we were going to go and we couldn't, we couldn't cause of freaking COVID. Also Dudge, if you're still here, confirm that you got that Tatum just so, just so we got it. But yeah, Santino's really funny. I really enjoy his podcast. I cherry pick a little bit. I like depending on what guests he has. Depending on what guess he has, I listen, but I really enjoy that. The whiskey ginger. Guys, I don't know if we're going to get this draft in. We're 30 minutes in. 30 minutes in, baby. Maybe I got to pick. I, I just know everybody's drafting football right now. I get it. I get it. Nobody wants to draft hoops. Yeah, he is a good interview. I do. I I like that one. He's got a podcast with uh, Bobby Lee too, which I forget what that is. That's just called Best Friend. No, it's not called Best Friends. What's it? What's it called? He's got one with Bobby Lee too. That's pretty good. I'm trying to think of like who I get really excited when uh, they are a guest on somebody's podcast. So I will. I like. I'll listen a hundred percent of the time. That's a, and this isn't really a comedian, but Bill Hader. Anytime he's on anything, I'll always. I'll always listen to that. I love Bill Hader. Um, you saw Tracy Morgan at Carol, oh, dude, RIP Caroline's man. They shut that down. Was it last year? Two years ago, maybe, um, sat front row and he roasted my girl all at the time. That's funny. That's a good one. Seeing Tracy, man, that's, I, I wish I, I think I came to New York like two years too late. Cause I, the scene was going nuts. So right before I got here, like when I first moved here, I used to see this like weekly show that had, um, I don't know. You guys probably don't know who Gil Ozeri is, but Gil Ozeri, Adam Pally, and Ben Schwartz was called Hot Sauce, um, which is like one of the best improv shows. There was just like famous people doing improv all the time. I just saw Adam Pally. I was so jealous. They're doing the shows in London. Um, Adam Pally is doing a, a show with the, the woman from Righteous Gemstones. It's just like a two-person show. I'm like, man, I fucking love to see that. Wait, did Sinead O'Connor just die? Is that, what, is that what you're saying? Did that just happen? Also, my Wi-Fi's going down. Okay, uh, this is going to be controversial. This is going to be at 56. Wow, okay, jump shoot. I, how do you guys feel about Seinfeld right? Like, it, I guess if it was a while ago. I'm not. I'm not really a big jerry seinfeld stand-up fan i think it's like fine i don't think it's bad i just it's like it's fine but i i didn't see like prime seinfeld stuff you know i don't know wow at 56 for sinead nothing compares to you 
That's Sinead O'Connor, right? Yeah, he's cheesy. Huge fan of people that make fun of his stand-up. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, there was the... There was the whole thing where he was like really into dating 17 year olds when he was like in his mid to late thirties. Um, Jim Gaffigan. I like Jim Gaffigan. I get you though. I get what you're saying. Jim Gaffigan's in that show full circle. I didn't expect to see him in that. He's in that show full circle. Um, yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. He's fine. He's not somebody to get super excited about. I'm like blanking on who's big right now too. And it's so muddled now through TikTok. Like I feel like through TikTok and Twitter or whatever, I see like the same five people doing stuff that figured out the algorithm, right? It's like that dude, Theo Vaughn something. It's Mark Norman. It is Matt Reif. It's all men. Apparently it's Matt Reif. It's a, uh... who's the other dude that, Oh, Sam, Sam, I see Sam Merle stuff everywhere. It's like the same five things there and they're just, it's just going back and forth on everybody's podcast. Yeah. Shane Gillis is everywhere. I'm not really a big Shane Gillis fan, but to each their own, to each their own. Uh, Bert. Yeah. I do see Bert everywhere. Tom Segura. I see a little bit, but in a different way, I don't feel like Tom Segura is being like put down my throat. I do. Uh, Segura. He's got a new uh, special out too on Netflix that Netflix keeps saying, you gotta watch it. But I, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't. Yeah, I, I know people like I Shane. I just like don't. I feel like I know too many Shane Gillises. So it's not it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, Theo Vaughn is too memeable. Yeah, that's I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big. Uh, it's not that I. it's not that I, I'm not a Theo Vaughn fan. Or it's not that I dislike Theo Vaughn. I'm just not going on my way to like consume Theo Vaughn content. It just seems like they're all doing the same thing. They're all do. They're all having the same conversation, doing the same thing. That's like, ooh, is it is it controversial? And it's like, now, nah. uh, Skeet. So this, my concern with it. This is why I haven't watched it yet because that I saw the Ted Cruz story, uh, and I was like, I bet you this is the only uh, listenable. I'm uh, not listenable. I bet this was like the best thing from that special. And I was like, I think I got all I wanted. So that's why I haven't done it yet. But I do like him. I do like him. You still listen to Bill Burr twice a week and I won't stop. I do love, I mean, Bill Burr. Okay. Yeah, I do. I really like Bill Burr. I really like Bill Burr. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. And you know, it, oh, wasn't even in it. That's that Ted Cruz story. Wasn't even in it. That was like what they were selling. That's so funny. What I love about Bill Burr is that even though he's gotten like super famous, it feels like he hasn't detached from what's made him very funny. And I feel like that happens a lot with standups as they get bigger and bigger about it. Um, or as they get bigger and bigger, they get a little bit more detached from what reality is like rightfully so, because like their world is just very different now. And so much of comedy is about what's relatable. Right. And when you get that removed from it, it's hard it's hard to still bring the A game because you don't need to be as hungry. Bill Burr, for whatever reason, that seems impervious to that. Uh, wait, do you know about the Brandon Schwab on his descent into being the biggest joke of the comedy? Oh, I don't know. Let me Google. Let me Google that to see if I know what this is. Also, we're still waiting for three more people. This is going to end up being like a forty-hour stream at this rate. Um, Brandon Schwab. He's a podcaster. Let's see. Who is it? What does this guy look like? No, I don't know this story. Former mixed martial and stand-up. He's the host of the Fighter and the Kid podcast. 
let's see. Is there anything in the news? If I Google them, I'm going to, I will be going down. Picks the bigger fall from grace between. All right. I'll, yeah. I'm going to have to go down this rabbit hole. I don't know who this person is. <clears throat> Burn Chappelle are in there. I haven't. Uh, yeah. Chappelle. I mean, Chappelle's great. I'm never going to say anything like bad about Chappelle. Nothing better than prime Carlos Mencia. Man. Yeah, now I want to think about who I like really loved as a kid. Do you remember the dude who there was this guy? I think his name was um fuck uh I think he was Mexican. Um and he used to do that voice that could he could do all of the movie stuff in a world. Like he was able to capture he used to do like movie trailers as jokes almost. I loved that shit when I was a kid. And now I'm blanking on what his name is. Damn it. Um, totally blanking on it. Uh, Thursday. Okay. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah. Pablo Francisco. Yes. Pablo Francisco. Yes. That like truly for like a full year. I, and I was probably in like seventh or eighth grade. That was my shit. And that was hard to find because like Napster wasn't there. You couldn't just like Google it. So anytime you would like hear it or you'd have to buy albums, you'd have to buy the comedy album. I remember doing that with Adam Sandler too back in the day. They're all gonna laugh at you, like all of that stuff. Um, Pablo Francisco was one. There was enough. Um, yo, this I really like Dane Cook. When I, I remember taking, uh, there's a commuter rail in Massachusetts that like runs through Boston and then into the suburbs. And my town was off of the commuter rail, so I would like take it when I'd go visit my family in Boston. Um, I mean, leaving Boston. Uh, I remember listening to that on the commuter rail back and forth. Oh, the jerky boys. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, today, today. Um, no one has mentioned carrot top. No, I don't like carrot top. I'm not, not a big carrot top, dude. I'm now trying. What else? What else? What other like throwbacks do you have when you were like little? Tosh.0. I remember thinking when Tosh.0 came out, that was some of the most creative, innovative shit of all time. He, he was on my timeline yesterday because I don't know if you guys saw um, Naeem Hines of the Bills got in a, uh, a uh, C-Do. Uh, what are they called? Fucking a C-Do. Why, why am I blanking on that? Uh, anyways, he got in an accident, but he was like parked when it happened. Uh, and he got smoked in it. Now he's going to miss the entire year. And he, the, like a Daniel Tosh joke came back up. Um, a jet ski. Thank you. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. I haven't seen any of Tosh's stuff in like the last year. I mean, the last like 10 years, Russell Peters, Russell Peters is another good one. I, that's yeah. I remember that was probably one of the first like Netflix or HBO specials I saw was a Russell Peters one. All right, we're waiting for two more people. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Oh, I'm trying to go with some other ones that I like loved. The Dane Cook stuff, man. I used to be able to, I could like repeat Dane Cook's entire album. Oh, that aged so poorly. So poorly. I remember before Louis started touching himself in front of people when they didn't want it. Um, I remember his TV show. I remember he like invited, I think he came on, right? Didn't Dane cook come on his show and they kind of hashed it out because allegedly Dane was stealing jokes, um, was stealing jokes from, from Louie. 
pretty sure that happened. Yeah, Louis, I, you know, he was my favorite. He was like the goat of goats for a long time. Uh, he's someone I saw in New York a bunch of times. He was always popping into like the Comedy Cellar and a couple of other clubs in the city. He was great. He was really, really good. <clears throat> All right, still two more. Come on, we need this to happen. We had a recording of Rita Rudner special taped off of an HBO free weekend that I watched a ton of times growing up. Wow. I don't know who Rita Rudner is. Rita Rudner's in my blind spot. Let me see who that is. Rita Rudner. Oh, okay. I need to do that Shaq meme. I'm sorry. I was not familiar with your work. Man, now I'm like trying to blank on other like ones that I was like, man, I used to like laugh my ass off. The hardest I've ever laughed is uh, Chris Rock's. Um, what was the one before Bigger and Blacker? Was it? What was that album? That's like the first one I remember watching. I remember watching my friend Kyle Stoby and my high school friend Kyle Stoby in his basement with uh, Greg Darlin. And it's the hardest I've laughed at anything. Oh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I went on like a four year. That was college. I discovered like Mitch Hedberg in college. Oh my God. I listened to all of that stuff. All of that stuff. What I love about, I always appreciate people that I can't even like attempt. This sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. What Mitch Hedberg does, doesn't it like my brain can't even comprehend that. Like I can, there's not a, like sometimes I watch somebody do a style of comedy. And I'm like, Oh, I can like, I get it. I feel like I could do a version of that. That's not near. That's not good, but I could do a version of that. Mitch Hedberg, I could, I was like, oh, this is just, I can just sit back and enjoy this and not get stressed out. Not stressed out. That's the wrong phrase. But like, he was just so freaking good and so different than everybody else at the time. It was good. Ooh, Stephen Wright. That's another good one. Stephen Wright's another good one. Do you guys remember when Dennis Leary had that song, I'm an Asshole? Do you remember that? I bet that didn't age well. I can't, I don't think I could play that right now. But I remember listening to that in college and thinking like, oh man, that dude is so fucking edgy. <laughs> I like loved that stuff. Oh, Jess, I still think Jesselnick is top tier. That I love Anthony Jesselnick. I love Anthony. Je he's like the one comic who like kind of makes me uncomfortable that I like. Normally, if somebody makes me uncomfortable, I'm like, listen, don't, your whole job is honestly to make us all feel comfortable. Um, but and I, so when any, anybody, anytime someone veers into that world, I'm like, I don't. Why am I doing this? I'm not. I didn't. I came to laugh, not to feel weird. Jesselnick's the only one that can get me to be like, but I still like really like it. Patrice O'Neill, obviously, yeah, that's another good one. I think it was Jesselnick's most recent special that was like. So, so good. I loved it. I loved it. I like that people get mad at him. He was legendary on Twitter for a while, too. And then he kind of, he stopped doing it because he finally got famous enough, probably, where he didn't need to do it anymore. That's always the goal, right? <laughs> <clears throat> you see everybody freaking out about the dude who had the X handle that got taken away from him? I saw Dumbo tweet something out that was just kind of like, dude, if this was Web3, that would have never happened, which I, I love the, I, I just, I love, I love it. I love it. Uh, we're still waiting for two guys. If I, We're honestly 45 minutes in. So if this doesn't fill in the next five minutes, I'm not going to do it. Uh, oh, Brian Regan. That's a good one. He's from Maine, right? Yeah. Like a face. He's, he's kind of like, like a little bit like that. Right. Brian Regan. Yeah. I like Brian Regan. 
Um, or is it Reagan? Regan? There's Bob Marley, too. Do you guys know the comedian Bob Marley? He's another main guy, I think. This is fun. Is this why you guys tuned in to do a best ball draft or just being like, oh, yeah, remember that comedian? Oh, Hannibal's fucking awesome. I've seen Hannibal a couple of times, too. His most recent one was weird, though. That was, did you guys see the most recent one where it was like a light show almost? Uh, he's great, man. I saw him a bunch of times at UCB used to have this show on Monday night in New York uh, called Whiplash. And it was always like a bunch of great New York standups, but then like one heavy hit and home run standup. It was the best show in New York. And it was like five bucks on a Monday night. And it would be like Hannibal Burris wouldn't even be like the legendary name. It'd be like Amy Schumer and then a bunch of everybody else, a bunch of like Hannibal Burris level type comedians. So good. It was so good. That's what I really miss, man. When I when I first moved here, I was like so blown away that I was like, wait, hold on. I can it was this theater was such a piece of shit too. Anybody that's never been to the Upright Citizens Brigade, like it was on uh when I there's been a couple locations, but when I moved here, like in, in its heyday, it was on uh fuck uh 20 23rd and 8th. No, that feels no, yeah, 23rd and 8th. And it was under a Gristides, which is like a supermarket. It's this like creaky ass basement that would like leak halfway through the show you could just hear like the air come on and it sounded like 45 vacuums were starting at the same time like it was really this dumpster fire of a place and then the show would be like nick kroll john mulaney amy schumer like it was incredible incredible it was so cool and i remember being so blown away when i moved here for that being like, oh my God, someday, someday I'll be on that stage. And then I actually performed, they had this show called Cage Match, which was like, uh, it was a competitive improv. Um, and basically you would have a team that would go up, uh, you'd go up against one other team and then the audience would vote who would go next. Um, and uh, we went on like right as that theater was shutting down and moving to a new space, we went on this like four show run, four week run where we just just like one every Thursday. It was such a cool moment for me because I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm like on this same stage that I saw like Ben Schwartz, Jason Manzukis, who truly is like one of my favorite comedians. Like all of those, all of those types are so sick. Um, yeah, Chris Gethard, man. All right. First of all, hold on. We're just, I'm going to get out of this draft. So I probably, if you are in this draft, leave it because we're not going to do it because I'm going to get out of here in like 10 minutes. But uh, Chris Gethard, so one of the funniest things, one of the funniest shows that I've ever seen in New York, ever, no, ever, just ever. It's at this place called the Triple Crown, which is not a place where you should go see a show. It's like an overpriced, expensive Irish bar that people kind of go to before or after Knicks games. And in the basement of this spot, there was this like tiny little stage that could fit like, I don't know, 25 people could watch a show there. It was a fire hazard. It was very, very bad. I went there to see Connor O'Malley do an hour of just insanity. It wasn't stand-up. It was just like true chaos if you guys don't know who connor o'malley is you can go find some really weird shit he appears and i think you should leave sketches uh you've definitely seen him before he's nuts the only people in the audience were me my friend teo who's a writer out in la and then uh he hadn't moved yet it was me teo and then behind me was chris gethard and ad bryant who from uh, formerly from snl who i believe is still married to uh connor o'malley and then one other dude. There was only five people in there. It was one of the weirdest, funniest things I'd ever seen. Uh, but Connor O'Malley, I've seen Connor O'Malley. Like he did this show called Ready Tyler One, and it was all about how he wanted to be, uh, or maybe no, he called it yeah, Ready Tyler One. 
and it was all about how he wanted to be ready player one. Like that's who he wanted to be. It was this stupid, stupid, insane hour of just crazy shit. At the end of the show, somebody comes from off stage introduces himself as Steven Spielberg and says, Hey, I want you to be ready player two. And then he makes us all follow him out of uh, the venue. And there's this stretch limo waiting for him. He then gets on, gets into the limo, rolls the window down, then starts berating the audience members, telling them to fuck off. And then he goes on Instagram live. Everybody is out there just like watching him. Uh, like drive away. It was bonkers. It was bonkers. He also taped this like show in the East River. He tried to do like a a late night stand up in the East River. Um, God. And then he's got like a he had yeah. I'll say I'll like put some stuff in the Discord. Connor's insane. Uh, I would love to see him live again. Uh, common man, you've never no. That's okay. Michelle Wolf is very funny. I think Michelle Wolf is a very good stand up. Uh, Natasha Legero, I think is pretty funny um let me see what are some other ones Alyssa Lamparis who I know is uh I think she's a very funny stand-up um th- there's a bunch of ones I'm gonna now I'm just like looking up funny female com- stand-up comedians which again is gonna like mess up my algorithm but I know I'm missing a bunch of uh a bunch of funny ones um but those those three come to mind right away I really I also I think Amy Schumer is funny I think Amy Schumer is pretty funny um uh, I think Amy, I'll, uh, Amy Schumer's older stuff. I really liked, um, oh, you know, who's really good. Uh, Amber Ruffin, Amber Ruffin is really good. I don't know if you know, Amber Ruffin, uh, she has a late night show. I think it's on Peacock. Uh, she used to do some stuff with Seth Meyers, or I think she still does some stuff with Seth Meyers. Amber Ruffin's really funny. Um, I don't know. Z-Way, Z-Way show is insane. Do you guys remember that? That one was pretty crazy. Uh, Patty Harrison, who you can see, but that's not really stand up. Patty Harrison's in all of the, uh, um, uh, Patty's in all of the, I think you should leave stuff. She was the one that, uh, as I drink too much wine. Wow. We was talking to you. Uh, Amy Schumer went to Towson. My buddy, McShane Murphy, which I still think is one of the craziest names of anyone I've ever met. McShane Murphy. Um, yeah. Nikki Glazer. That's another good one. Nikki Glazer is a good one. Um, Sarah Silverman is funny. Tig Nataro. I think the, oh, Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer is very good, but you're right. You're two top shot common man's point. We did all just list a bunch of men. Yeah. Well, this might be my last show. This is how it ends. This is how we get canceled. Zakarian hates women again. That's actually a running joke on our softball team. And let me tell you, it's a terrible running joke to have because it gets said out loud in public where a bunch of people who aren't aware of this joke then think it's true. It happened. This was like six years ago. And I don't think I've told the story. It's like six years ago. And in our, I, I play in the outfield in softball. And we had, I think like, two outs and the bases were loaded and all I just said, I yelled out, get the easiest out, which is a common baseball terminal, softball terminology. The bases are loaded. Just get the easiest out, whatever it is. First, second, third home, just get the easiest out. Let's get out of the inning. A woman was coming up to bat. Another woman on the team steps onto the field and said, that's fucked up. That why? Cause she's a woman. It's an easy out. Now at this point, so far, I haven't said anything problematic here, right? I just said a normal thing, a sports phrase. Then, then that happened. 
And I said, if you, if you knew the game better, you know what I was yelling right now. And then that's where it became that Mike hates women. And my team, I'm on a team full of comedians. So everyone ate that up. They thought that was the funniest thing. And so now this was the year right now is 2023. That happened in 2017. So it's been six consecutive years of this. And every year it gets brought up. It's incredible. Incredible. Uh, All right, I think we're going to call it there. We drafted zero uh, best ball teams. I'm going to have to change the thumbnail, I guess. I'm just going to put a bunch of different comedians on the thumbnail maybe. Uh, but, hey, it was a good hang. I had a good hang. It was a productive hour. Felt like we all got a lot out of our lot off of our chest. Good stuff. Uh, NBA bits back tomorrow, 9 a.m. We're back Friday at 9. Maybe we'll try to draft in the morning. Maybe people just weren't ready to draft today. Basketball is dead. It's the dead season, baby. Uh, all right. We're getting out of here. Have a great rest of the day. We're out.